What's up? This is Jeff Staple of the Business of Hype. And as everyone on planet Earth now knows, this is kind of a strange time that we're living in. With everyone hunkered down in their own homes, we were challenged with figuring out how to make a show, both logistically, because I typically interview all of my guests in person, but also like conceptually, like what do you guys want to actually listen to right now in the midst of what we're facing? What do y'all need right now? So we figured maybe let's call a bunch of the good people that have been on the show and just ask them how they're dealing and coping with Corona, both from a business standpoint, but also a personal one. I think hearing from people that inspire us will help us to figure out the footing in these uncertain times. I think we all go through this daily battle of figuring out big picture problems like family and unemployment and health while also tackling minutia, tiny details like when was the last time I washed my hands or do I have enough toilet paper and it's a time to replace my mask or can I get away with one more day? These are definitely very unprecedented times. And so this is just our small part in attempting to gather us together and share some stories. I hope you're able to get something out of these. I know for sure it's helped me out a lot just to have these conversations. Okay, let's get into it. Okay, so uh, first of all, thank you for doing this. I know it is a, a crazy time for you. Um, but before we get too far, if you could just say who you are, what you do, and where are you right now? I'm Asa Akira. I am a porn star, and I am at home on the East Coast. <laughs> nice. And you're also a mother. I am a mother. <laughs> I'm, yeah. Uh, you know what? Take that back. I, I'm a mother first and a porn star second. Yes, of course. Not chronologically, but <laughs> spiritually. Uh, well, you know, since we last did the podcast, which was like over a year ago now, you know, mm -hmm. one of the things that I, I like to do when I touch base with the guests again on, on this particular segment is like, what's new? And that's obviously one of the newest things is you have another human in your life now. Yeah. So when I did your podcast last, I was actually pregnant. I think at the time that we had recorded, I had not really said anything publicly to anyone. Um, you mm -hmm. knew because, you know, um, mm -hmm. you're my real life friend. But um, and I, I think I remember talking about it on your show because we recorded ahead of time. Yes. And it was airing later. That's mm -hmm. right. And so I think it's okay to say it. Yes. And I think it was like the first time I had like really talked about being pregnant or like to anyone outside of my immediate family. And yeah. And you were, yeah. you were, I mean, understandably so nervous about it, but mm -hmm. because of your career, maybe like a hundred times more nervous about it. And now with this pandemic, like, are you a thousand times more nervous about it? Like, are you scared shitless right now? So it's really weird because like when I talked to you the last time I, I was like everything, every aspect of my career was freaking me out in regards to having a kid. Cause it's like one, I have to raise this kid who's going to be the, the byproduct of a porn star. Right. Mm -hmm. Which is already like, it was freaking me out. And then yeah. also, you know, I was like, what am I going to do with my career? Will I continue shooting? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, but weirdly, like since having the baby, I got, so chilled out like it's hmm. the weirdest thing like 
because what do you think so that is? much is out of my control. <laughs> I think it's because I think it's like the loss of control, actually. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I think <laughs> I'm used to like being pretty much in control of everything, like my career, my life, my finances, whatever. And if, this is like the first time in my life, like motherhood, I mean, like that I'm uh-huh. completely out of control. And it's it's taken me in the opposite direction that you would think. And like now I'm just like, well, whatever happens, happens. And like, I can only do my best. <laughs> yeah. Was there a moment when you first gave birth and when you first had the baby that you were still trying to control everything and like sort of OCD your whole life? And, and the baby just sort of said like, fuck you, I'm taking over. <laughs> That's like exactly what happened. Um, (laughs) The first two months after I gave birth, like were, I mean, like, I'm not going to lie. They were horrid. Like I was having like panic attacks every day. And of course, a lot of that is probably the hormones. Uh Um, I do think a lot of that is hormonal um, after, especially after talking to like other women who had gone through it. Mm -hmm. But um, a lot of it was, yeah, just like, like me trying to control this situation that had like so little to do with anything I could control. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think around like the, the third month is when like something just like switched and things have been a lot cooler since Mm -hmm. then and just a lot more chilled out. And you know, again, it's probably a lot to do with hormones and all that, but I don't know. mm Mm-hmm. You're still putting out content now, like you're still making content, right? I am. And I continued shooting content throughout my pregnancy. Um, and I, yeah, like I'm, I'm still shooting now. And uh-huh. yeah, like I, I don't know, all that stuff that was really worrying me is like now that I'm in it, I'm like, oh, I'm okay. And I'm still me. And I'm, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm, I'm still myself. I still have like my independence and yeah. Um, I just have like this new aspect of myself. Yeah. Um, and now if anything, I feel kind of more like, it, it's weird. Like now I feel like if anything, I'm more on a mission to like prove that mm. like you can be a mother and you can be a sexual person and that's okay. Like I yeah. hate that I had to be afraid of that. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And that's society like pushing totally. that onto. Yeah. Totally. Um, so like I, now it's like, now I'm like spiteful about it. Oh yeah. 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 You're like, you want to be a martyr, (laughs) (laughs) a sexual mom martyr, you know? Uh, So like, let's say you're like, you know, if if you compare it to any other mother who had a career and a job, Mm -hmm. then became pregnant, had a baby, then decided to go back to work. Right. Is that what your life is now? Sort of like, has it been one year yet or not yet? It's been a year and almost two months. Okay. So you're, you're quote unquote back at work, Yeah. right? You've got a child. And so is it just like your life before your child, but now that you're just a mother or like, are you juggling everything pretty smoothly now? I'm, I, I would say now at this point, a year and a, t- a year and, and two and, months And when later, I say now, like, I mean pre-corona. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, a year and two months in, I can say that now things are going smoothly. Like now okay. I have a nanny. Uh-huh. Um, my husband, Sean, also works from home. So like we've kind of created a schedule um, yeah. where like we alternate mornings and like one of us will like, you know, in the hours that we don't have the nanny, like we're kind of 
alternating or taking shifts, I guess you could say. Can I say. ask you a really weird question? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't nanny like a whole genre of porn? <laughs> was that like a consideration for you when choosing nanny was like... <laughs> I mean, let me tell you something. Okay. Like, this is the most cliche, worst thing ever. But like, my nanny is super fucking hot. Like... <laughs> oh, no! I know. Oh, no. I know. It's, and she has and- to avoid both like you and your husband now. <laughs> No, but like here, but here's here's what makes her different is like I actually babysat her when she was little. Oh my god, that's even another level of porn. <laughs> no, so the relationship is very like it's not sexual. Older at sister, all. like it's totally it like, okay, but like not the porno kind. <laughs> right, right, right. Because that's kind of hot too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not my stepsister, Jeff. Just. Right, okay. <laughs> wow, okay. Um, yeah, so no, like it, it's very much like not like that. Like it, I, I joke about it because she's so obviously hot. Like it's <laughs> it's like she's obnoxiously hot, but also, you know, like I, okay. I don't look at gonna her like that me, at all. You're going to have to text me a photo later. I will. I will. <laughs> okay. I'll show you her Instagram. Okay. Um, <laughs> but so, yeah. Um, so, okay. So things sort of got into a routine. You got into mm-hmm. a step- sort of workflow. And then tell me, walk me back like January hits and it it hits China first, right? It's a thing in Mm -hmm. China and you're watching it from the news. Are you like, yeah, whatever, it's China. Or are you beginning to buckle down and like- No, I'm totally like, whatever. Okay, you're like, like whatever, it's not going to hit us. Yeah, it's it's like pretty much any- any virus slash disease from before, like it's Mm -hmm. always been like, oh, that sucks. But you know, not us, (laughs) not me. You know what I mean? It it feels like this far away, um, like unrelated to me. And when did it come home for you? Um, For me, it, it, it became really real, really fast. And I think it was honestly, like for me, I think it was around the same time as um, everyone else, maybe a little bit before I would say we've, so we have not left the front of our house since I, I want to say like March 4th. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, so like one whole month. <laughs> a whole month. The, yeah. This might be my one month anniversary. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, so, so our nanny is high risk. So that for us, like that was the main reason that we started being like, Oh, oh shit, we got to be really careful. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that honestly, like, to be honest, that was like the sole reason for us in the beginning. Yeah. Um, and then Tom Hanks got it Yep. the same day that it, um, that Italy, went, I think locked down. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think, I think the NBA got canceled that same day. It was, it was like a three major yes, things right. happened in one day. That's right. And that yeah. was when it was like, Oh shit. Like, yeah, this is real. And it's here. Um, yeah. Very interesting. Um, and, but your business, like your businesses does not require you to see people in real life that much, unless you do an appearance or something. But I'm just, I'm assuming when you had the baby, that part of the work slowed down anyway, right? Like, um, I had you been couldn't traveling. really go to do shows, could you? No. And I, I am actually like, I haven't been feature dancing anyway, but I was traveling like once a month um, for my Pornhub gig, just as their brand ambassador. Like I would do events or um, I don't know, just like once a month or so they had me doing something, you know. Yeah. You did a Valentine's Day thing in New York. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And then like I did the awards and, you know, just stuff like that. But um, it's like, to be honest, like I would say my day to day, day for my job like hasn't really changed much I work so much from home 
Yeah. I'm really fortunate in that way. And also like, I think, and maybe this is different for other people. I only know like my personal experience, but like everyone thinks that like, um, like porn is selling like crazy right now Mm -hmm. for me. And maybe this is just me, but for me, it has not gone up or gone down. It's exactly mm-hmm. the same. Okay. So, um, that's a, that, in this environment, I would say that's a huge thing though, because there's like layoffs totally. and furloughs like left and right. I feel honestly like so lucky and like a little bit guilty. Yeah. Like, do you tell your you mom, know? see, you made the right career choice? No, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, no. <laughs> no, but like porn. I mean, Pornhub, you know, is doing all this amazing philanthropic stuff right now. Like they are the beacon of hope. <laughs> in this, you know? I mean, yeah. Like I'm so proud, honestly, to be working with Pornhub, and they have so much more stuff that they're working on right now that's like about to happen in the next mm-hmm. couple of weeks, and it's all just like really philanthropic. Like they are doing a lot. And it's, it's crazy because, you know, um, they donated like 50,000 masks. I think it was, is it 50,000? I'm not sure. But a lot of hospitals rejected them. Oh my God. Wow. crazy? And it's like in a time like this, like really, like who who fucking cares? That is shocking. You know, it's not like there's um, a dick in it. (laughs) It's not like like covered in cum, you know? (laughs) Um, but yeah. It's- wow. Well, that 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 uh that actually is a great segue to my next question, which was like, mm-hmm. did you learn any hard truths about like people in general since it's revealed? And you know, there's probably a lot of like negative stuff, but there's positive stuff as well. But what have you sort of gleaned off of what you've observed so far? So much. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, no, honestly, so much. Like, you know, I grew up in New York City, and like, mm-hmm. I to be like perfectly honest, like I don't feel like I really experienced that much racism growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, just, you know, being from New York, it's yeah. like, like everyone is a different color in New York. And on top of that, I went to an international school. So it's uh-huh. like, really like, I never felt like I was that different from everyone. Or if anything, I felt like everyone was really different. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, like it's, it's really, really insane. Like how much racism is happening even in like New York city, Mm -hmm. like the most international place, you know, in the country. And it's like, it's just so insane. Like, like my friend got spit on the other day. Your friend, like you knew someone who got spit on. And, and pretty much like, I I would say most Asian people I know have experienced some kind of racial Uh fucked upness um, by now. And, and which is crazy because like, we're not even going out that much. You know what I mean? <laughs> I like, know. It's like the eight times I go out in a month, like yeah, yeah, you get something, something happening And like even, you know, and I, I, I've posted something online and it's amazing to me how many people are like fighting for their right to be racist right now. Oh, it's like, so you're hearing it in the comments and in like the totally. like retweets. And, you, and didn't, like, you didn't notice that before. There no. Wasn't- like maybe here and there, you know, but now oh, it's like, I'll actively say something like, Hey, Hey people, like, let's not be racist or whatever. And people will comment like, like, no, this virus did come from China and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, Whoa, like it would be so easy for you to just shut the fuck up and not say anything. Mm-hmm. But you chose to fight that fight right now. Yeah. Publicly. Like you chose to, yeah. Like, and that's, I've never experienced like, 
Yeah. So much of that. Do you think um, that has something to do with our president openly saying the China virus? Hundred percent. Right. Among like you know other like racist remarks and things he's yeah. done, but like yeah, for sure. And like it, it's just it's like I don't know. It's just like really crazy to me. And I I know that that's you know something people deal with every single day and mm-hmm. it's just like, and, but it like, I don't know. Like I, I've just like never, yeah, it's, it is shocking. It is shocking when it happens. Like, yeah. Have in you been, uh, other than, other than the racist remarks, have you been managing mm-hmm. since you've been holed up on, you know, over a month going into a month now, like, are you staying <laughs> sane and, and level headed about this? Or are there times where like you sort of lose it? Yeah, both. Um, okay. <laughs> I like. I would like to say every day is different, but like honestly, every hour is different. Uh-huh. Um, I you know like I I think I was talking to my friend the other day, and I told him like I've been both the most productive of my life and also like the biggest piece of shit in my life. <laughs> like it just depends like what moment. When you say when you say productive, what do you think? Like, what are you doing that's productive? I'm trying to be like like really proactive and like work and like shoot content uh-huh. like to upload and then um to be honest like creativity wise I'm not really there mm-hmm. um I'm just like not really able to be that creative right now like I haven't been writing or anything mm-hmm. um and and also like I I don't know I've just really been trying to think like how you know I am in this fortunate position where I'm making money through mm-hmm. this not because of it but like you know I I haven't really been hit um financially so like i i do see it as my duty to help those in my community and those around me and do what i can so i i think like if anything like all my creativity is going there like i'm really like trying to think like how can a normal person like me like not like a super duper rich or not super duper famous just like a normal ass person like how can we Help. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, and I think it's, it's, it's tough because a lot of people I talk to are like, no, you got to think like big picture. It's about society, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, that to me is very overwhelming. And mm-hmm. like, it kind of, to me is like crippling. Yeah. Out of all um, the, um, <clears throat> the subsets of society that are being hindered by this, whether it's like the restaurant world or the doctors or the civic mm-hmm. workers or the teachers, like who do you feel most aligned with in terms of like, you know, sympathetic to? Um, I guess, I mean, I, I think, I think freelancers uh, because I am a freelancer, I, I think. Um, and that's more, you know, I just know freelancers. I know artists. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're in my personal life every day. They're my friends, you know, yeah. I am one. Um, but also like, not only that, like, you know, small local businesses, like yep. the restaurants that you mentioned, or, you know, the small shops, Um, and then also, you know, like my, my cousin is a pediatrician at Boston hospital and like, he's, you know, like the stuff he's been telling me is just absolutely insane. And, you know, he talks like, this is, I guess maybe this is obvious now, but like he was telling me a few weeks ago that for the doctors and nurses and, you know, people working at hospitals, it's just, they're thinking of it as a matter of when they will get infected, not a matter of if, and, and like they are they were at the point a few weeks ago where they were basically strategizing how to stagger everyone and schedule everyone in a way that they would not all be infected at once. Like Mm -hmm. there would always be someone who's immune or healthy, you know, um, on staff. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, 
like to me, like that's. And the hardest part is that they, by doing this good deed, they are actually endangering their family. Exactly. Like, Which is like worse than like, a, like if a soldier goes out to the front line, he doesn't go home and then like his family is endangered, you know? So this is yeah. like, crazy. yeah, no, you're so right. Like I honestly, I didn't even like think of that part, but that's, that's so, so true. Um, and, and, and so like, it, it makes me like, you were saying like how, like how my like, or like, have I learned anything about people? But yeah. like it, it's, I don't see myself coming out of this with like the same number of friends I went in with. <laughs> and like oh, not, not to be like, I'm not, I'm trying not to judge because I think everyone deals with stress really differently. Everyone deals with, you know, a pandemic very differently. Yeah. And I don't know that there's any wrong way to deal with it, but like, I think it's like showing, like a lot of people are being really selfish about it and not realizing that like, I think, you know, a lot of doctors are putting their own lives and like you said, the lives of their families on the line. And like, can you give me an example of how someone is being selfish about it? Like what that looks like today? Yeah, Like totally. Like, like not following the social distancing rules, like, you know, going with 20 friends to a farmer's market. (laughs) Totally. And it's exactly. And it's like, Like, what are you doing? Like, it's, it's so crazy because, and and I think, you know, we hear about like flattening the curve a lot. And I think at this point it's almost become like a joke because we hear this like weird term Uh so much, but it's true. Like it's like, yeah, if, if we can slow down the spread, you know, the hospitals won't be as overcrowded. It's not just about protecting our own selves from not being infected. So, and I feel like the, the, the drama of like, staying at home and like you still have netflix you still have peloton you still have like your apps like just stay the fuck home it's not like we turned off the electricity and like you know you don't have running water like (laughs) you could take a bath (laughs) and then i'm also but like i'm also getting mad at the people (laughs) i'm like let me tell you something else no like also the people who are like it's all gonna be fine we're gonna be fine i'm loving quarantine i think that's also obnoxious because it's like well, people are losing their jobs, mm-hmm. first of all. And like, just because, especially within the porn industry, it's like, we are in a really fortunate position to be able to work from mm-hmm. home. And that's like not a luxury most people yeah. have. Um, you know? So like, I think... Mm-hmm. Just being, I don't, I, being I think sort of aware just of others. Yeah. Is, yeah. It's kind of like, man, I wish I didn't know that. I, I wish... I wish I'd never had to knew, know right, that about right. some people. Actually, you, you talk about yeah. the porn industry specifically and like it's kind of fortunate that the technology has allowed the the industry to work from home because I mean, you vividly mm-hmm. remember the age where like there was a whole crew and a set and like there'd be 30 people in a room. And if that didn't occur, you wouldn't be making any content. Totally. And that was like five years yeah. ago. And it's also worth mentioning like that industry very much still exists. I mean, and like the, the whole, all the lighting guys, the sound guys, the directors, like all those people are out of work right Mm -hmm. now. And it's, it's, it feels really like kind of helpless. There, there is um, a fund called the free speech coalition fund. Mm -hmm. And like, they are helping, you know, like the behind the scenes people in our industry. Um, but it's like how, how, I don't know how much it will help. Like it makes me, I don't know. It's, it's very overwhelming all of it in that yeah. way. What do you think if you could predict the long lasting effects of this? Like, so think a year oh out, God. like we've got a vaccine, 
people are finally, we don't know when, but they're finally allowed to go out and do things. Like, Mm -hmm. do you think, like, and you could just speak you personally, like, will you be able to go to a concert and be shoulder to shoulder with strangers? Will you be able to even go to like a restaurant and sit like, you know, three inches away from the next person? Right. Will you shake, will you shake strangers? Yeah. Like, will you shake a stranger's hand now? You know? I mean, personally, I think I'm going to be able to go back to like being uh, a little bit more intimate with people, like physically. Like, I, I, I don't see myself personally having a problem with that. Uh-huh. But I think, like, the thing, I think the way, you know, it's going to affect us the most is like, so for me, my lifestyle hasn't changed that much, right? Like, I work from home anyway. Like, I'm home a lot. Yeah. My husband works from home. We're together a lot. <laughs> um, you know, like, I'm wearing pajamas like five days yeah. out of the week anyway. Uh-huh. Um, but I think for a lot of people that, who are working remotely now, I think it's going to be such a hard yeah. thing to go back to going to a nine to five office every day. Uh-huh. Cause I know for me, like now that I work from home, like I think like, fuck that. I could never go work nine to five. Like I could never yeah. be on someone else's schedule. Um, you know what I mean? Like, I think that's going to be a tough mm-hmm. shift. Um, I also feel like um, for people who are working remotely, who are still being paid by their companies, um, who haven't really had like much financial hardship, I feel like this is almost like not a vacation, but like it's kind of an excuse this time right now, I mean, is kind of an excuse to like not think about anything besides Corona. Yeah. Um which I think is in its own way, kind of a mental vacation. Um, yep. Like if you don't like have to worry. Yeah. Like if you don't have to worry about your rent, et cetera. Yep. Um, and you are still being paid. Like we, like, even if we're working from home, it's kind of like, well, everyone's so worried about Corona right now. It's like, it's kind of like the traffic in LA. Like you can use that as an excuse anytime you want. And it's just that, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So now it, it's, it's like, oh, sorry. I missed our call. Yeah. Sorry. I missed our call. I was, you know, stressed out about Corona. Like it's, mm-hmm. I, I think, like, <laughs> I think it's going to be hard to come out of that, you know, quote unquote vacation. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's mentally checked out, even though they mm-hmm. are supposedly working from home. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad to hear you're healthy and it hasn't affected you all that much, but it's great to get your perspective on just humans in general. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a great barometer on, on uh, human nature, I think. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> all right, great. Any, any last words? Um, no, I, I, don't, I don't think so. Um, no, I I think, can I share like a couple tips that people shared with me actually? Yes, please. Um, I, so I was like specifically looking for ways on how to like support, um, like our immediate communities and stuff. And I've been hearing Mm -hmm. some great things like buying gift certificates is a great thing right now. Um, even if we can't use them right now, you know, for future use, like if you have a favorite restaurant to buy a gift certificate is a great way to like keep putting money in their pockets. Also. Like if you can, like if you have the money anyway, like to continue paying the people who, you know, help your lives, like your cleaning person or, you know, your babysitters or what have you. Um, And, and yeah, like, like those things were specifically really helpful for me. For sure. Yeah. Good advice. All right. Thank you, Asa, so much. Stay safe, stay healthy. Thank you for having me. Hey, thanks for tuning in and listening to this special stay-at-home series of The Business of Hype. 
As always, you can find out more about the show and listen to all the other episodes that we have on hypebeast.com slash radio. You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. It still helps us tremendously to leave a rating, leave a comment, and share the show with others. I greatly appreciate it. You can reach out to me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Jeff Staple. This special stay-at-home series of The Business of Hype was directed by me and produced alongside Christina Hong. Social distancing was practiced during the making of these episodes, and I urge everyone, stay at home, distance yourself from others, wash your hands, cough and sneeze in your elbow, and don't touch your face. Stay safe, stay healthy, stay inspired, and we will get through this. I'm Jeff Staple, and you've been listening to The Business of Hype on Hype Beast Radio.